At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you see a punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. Oh, <laughs> what did you say? What? What did you say? I said, oh, they fighting. Oh, they fighting. In the- oh, God. Who fighting? It's crazy out here. Oh, they f- So Somebody, somebody, escort somebody out. The situation underway. Oh, I guess you're talking about seeing fucking Bobby Fish? No, nah, I'm talking about Charlotte and Becky. Oh, they fucking. <laughs> or, or should I say Carolina and Becky? Uh, Carolina <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> yes, uh, we are back as they back this scuffle. Oh, we getting into that. Uh, <laughs> and also, my co-host, not Deion Sanders, but Prime Time. What's up? What's up? You can't, you can't come in there with that high energy talk. So what's up? What's up? Yeah, I just had I just had to break up a fight. It, <laughs> so, uh, oh, not, not careful. You know, if you ain't have uh, security escort him out, Andrade gonna tweet you. Hey. So we'll see. Welcome back to No Gimmicks to the Wrestling Podcast. Obviously, we have a big show for you guys today because uh so much stuff has been happening in the wrestling world this past weekend, and I'm telling you, honestly, a lot of this shit could have just been avoided, but WWE chose to, chose not to do it. So that's all them. But uh we are gonna get into all that all that stuff. So uh before we get into that, man, look, uh How's it? You doing all right over there, Prime Time? It's been a minute. Yep, yep. I'm good. Oh, that's good. Okay, so, uh, so much stuff. The Charlotte Flair thing we got to talk about. We obviously got to talk about uh, Saturday Night Dynamite, NXT 2.0, Rampage, SmackDown as a whole. Just so much stuff to go over. In, uh, well, oh, how, how you, huh? how, how you going to ask me? What about you? How you feel? Uh, I'm good, Marlon. I'm <laughs> I, I am I, 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 I'm good I I, I I already got my uh, Metal for Defending mic this week So we good <laughs> So we good Did you happen to see the uh, G1 This past week You said you want to hear I want you back No <laughs> ah, That was good No I didn't say that No yeah uh, I, I did see it I did see it <laughs> You want to hear I want you back, you sugar daddy and all that? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, Marlon. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I saw I saw the G-Man. 
Yeah, yeah, cause I heard Kota Bush got injured again. Uh, man, this man. Uh, uh, we'll, we, we, uh, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. Also, we'll talk about uh, Impact Wrestling had his Battle for Glory pay per view this uh, in Vegas, and boy, did it sound like it was Nashville. So it was not Vegas. It was. Uh, it was in Nevada. I'm telling you. Look, I watched a Raw this week of an old school Raw, and it was like, "Hey, we're in Vegas." They were using stock footage. They were they were not in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're in Vegas. Look. We're in Vegas tonight. In Vegas tonight. We're, look at this. Look at this stock footage of this building. That's look, not even. I want you now. just to be able to admit that Impact can't draw the crowd no more, bro. It's all right. It's all right. Well, I know they can't draw the crowds, but it, it will make it will not make sense for them to go for them to be touring, knowing what they do. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, look, uh, guys. Uh, so first before we get off today, we gotta make sure you pay the bills. Make sure you guys check out spacesfully.com. Spacesfully.com, a production code that we're a part of that uh, helps support black podcasters all over the city of Philadelphia. We need it right now because, you know, my city has just been going to shit the, uh, these past couple months, man. So, you know, if you out there in the Philadelphia area, man, yo, look. Do the Cody Rose entrance. Would you? Wow. What, look, go out there. Be safe. Stop, you know, don't be dumb. And just, you know, just, we gonna make it through this, okay? Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear that, it's time to get out the way. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Alright, I'm done. No, no, it's, 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 I'm it's, coming it's, in too hot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run out the joke. I'm coming in too hot. <laughs> Yo, everybody get that foot. Oh my god, Cody got... Oh, Anderson. Oh, Anderson is fucking up Philly right now. Yo. Uh, yeah. So check all oh, check, check that stuff out. You got they got the content on there. Lulu Pop Plus One Halloween is coming. So check out the Lulu Pop Horror Show. Make sure you guys check out the no uh the Market Dark Show. Uh, doing business with Mark Randall on both sides. The Nerd Culture has their content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts. So check out all that great stuff there also. We are going to be doing some more sports episodes because we got to talk about... We're going to be talking about... Shit. What's wrong? My, my, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> are you all right? Uh, no, I... Uh... <laughs> My, my bad. You, you gotta cut this out. But I was outside and like a uh, like a big like owl just flew next to me. <laughs> uh, uh, I ain't never heard. <laughs> I, I ain't never heard an owl <laughs> go fuck Yo, that's just, uh, that's only in Florida. <laughs> Only in Florida, yeah, yo. Like, I'm leaning on this fence, and like he just came right on the fence, like maybe two feet from me. <laughs> That's just hilarious to me. See how thick the mouse is, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, my bad. Sorry, sorry about that one. No, it's great. It's great. Uh, where, where, where was I? Uh, make sure you guys uh check out. All the uh, podcasts as we're everywhere Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. Make sure you guys check out us on YouTube Premium as well. If you listen to the snippets on YouTube Premium, we will be having the Dark Side of the Ring episodes up on there too. I think we're going to do a, sh- a separate show for that. So okay. yeah, cool. make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for all this. Uh, for all that. Um, I've seen the trailer for this week's episode too. Yeah, steroid case. Yep. 
Yeah, so but 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 dude, we still gotta get through XPW and Luna and you know all the other ones. So yep, I'm just saying, I'm I'm like, dang, y'all ready? They on XPW? I mean, they, they on the steroid trial already? Yeah, so, yeah. Season finale. Season finale. So yeah, make sure you guys do all that. Also, make sure you guys uh check out the uh our website, therealnerdcoalition.com. You guys get your nerd coalition merch updated. The, up, the website is not updated, but we will try to get to that as soon as we can and update that thing for you guys. Also, my co-host has the podcast also, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, which is every single Friday with him and my man Lee Boy TV. What was the uh this past week's prime topic? What was the topic? So this is a doozy. We <laughs> we talked about one of Jim Carrey's first movies oh. called Once Bitten. Uh-huh. It's a <laughs> it's about a vampire that has to suck on virgin blood before Halloween. Damn, it's like that Spike Lee movie uh, for the sweet blood of Jesus. <laughs> Showing yeah, that man, but it's, that man it's, never uh, seen a vampire movie a day in his life. It, it's 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 a doozy, you know. It's just you can tell it's one of Jim Carrey's early films. That's all I say. I, I got you on that one. Hey, I, I challenge y'all to watch the Sweet Blood of Jesus. I challenge y'all to watch Once Bitten. It's, it's you can't you can't get worse than that. I don't think. Watch, watch. look, just just the Spike Lee and vampires. Just think Jim Carrey and the vampire where he's not the vampire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So, <laughs> so guys, check that out. Make sure you check out the prime conversations also. Oh, and also, my man Q Flow celebrated a birthday yesterday. So, uh, mm-hmm. sh- yeah, shout out, hey, birthday Q Flow, and make sure you guys check out the War Drum and all his uh, other music and singles that's out there before his next album drop. He he's doing he doing like the microwave man. He taking his time to make perfection. So you know. So uh, make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for that and all that things like that. So. Yeah, uh, hey, birthday Q Fly there, so you can be be here with us. But he will be here for episode 200. Mm-hmm. We'll and all his bloodline gear. And all, all the bloodline gear that we won't be able to see. But yeah, all right. even though I ain't going to lie, though, I did buy that white bloodline shirt. That y'all did look nice. If they had like 50 shirts, I bet Q got at least 40, though. <laughs> he, he, he probably do. Like, if the bloodline started doing how new they was with shirts. Yo, be... There is still some New Day shirts that I want that they don't have, and I'm I'm a little upset by that because I was like I wanted to get the one with Xavier, uh, not Xavier, uh, Kofi and Biggie are kneeling. I wanted to get the one when they had like the uh, crazy, sexy, cool TLC mm-hmm. uh, thing. I wanted to get that one, and I wanted to get the uh, Run DMC one, but like that, like WWE don't sell these ones. Like, I don't know where you find a man. You gotta find him from some dude that apparently bought the shirt. Man, I bought the shirt I wore one time. Why is it sweaty? My bad. I, Biggie gave me tell me why he was wearing it. I oh, didn't watch it. You know, hey, hey. <laughs> he, you know, they call Big Wool. He a heavy sweater. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna try to look for them. I, I did just get my NWO Wolfpack New Day shirt, though. Speaking of that. What? Le- uh, Elgato Del Fantasma has a LW has an LWO shirt. I'm getting it then. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. And, and like I said, I kind of want a Hit Row shirt before Hit Row's not a thing anymore. So you gonna get a Elgato Del Fantasma shirt? 
if it, if, if it's in a, if it's in a way of LWO, yeah, LWO was dope. Yes, it's like I think it's like LDP. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I I would do that. And I got the New Day Wolfpack one, so why would I get the the Ghetto Del Fantasma? Because at least that's probably the only one that should actually look fucking good. Well, have you, have you seen that? Have you seen the LWO shirt? It's the same thing. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, yeah, well. I'll I, I be looking for progress of tees. I would, I would try to look for old websites. Like, where can I get these shirts from? I guess I got to get them made or something. So, I don't know. But, guys, let's get let's get right on into it. So, we got to start with the biggest story that there is. And that is obviously uh, the fallout that happened at SmackDown on October 22nd. So, uh, we, we could do like a quick SmackDown recap after we talk about what happened because the main event segment suggests I had Charlotte and Becky Lynch swapping the belts, which was, which is dumb in the first place. And just because the Street Profits and the New Day did it, it was dumb when they did that because they add like an extra rain on there for, for those swapping the belts, which is stupid. But uh, the second was supposed to be Charlotte and Becky switching the belts, and I think Becky was supposed to, when, when Charlotte gave Becky the belt, Becky was going to be like a temporarily Becky two belts. Well, Charlotte claimed that she didn't want to go out there and look weak. So what, what did Charlotte do? Charlotte dropped, uh, and act like she was going like, to took the belt from Becky and like do, do it on the ground. So Becky got mad and do her title at Charlotte's chest. And then all of a sudden, you know, they tried to bring Sasha Banks out and you know, to set up the next program after Survivor Series. And the whole shit just sucked. The whole shit sucked. And then uh, there's reports that backstage, uh, they, were, they were arguing. They didn't come to no physical blows, but they were arguing. And uh, <coughs> then to, to the point where Becky Lynch had a dark match, and then Charlotte had to be escorted Outside by security. This is this is about what happened. Now, during Rankers Rampage, Andrade, her fiance, was going up against Pac, which was an excellent matchup. And he, he put out a tweet saying that he said, Fuck WWE. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, Well, did, did he, this is because he just had a damn good match. WWE would not let him have any good matches, which he did have good matches in WWE just on the NXT brand. But and with Ray Mysterio, I was like, he had good matches. So I, I was like, where's this coming from? And then I hear the stuff about the Charlotte thing, and uh, that's where <clears throat> that's where you know I was like, oh, that's probably where it, you know it had it. So before I get into detail or how we could have fixed this whole fucking problem, problem how, how you feel about this? Just because you're the one who first texted me about this. Uh. I mean, look, it's. I think it's stupid to begin with. Cause Charlotte talking about I don't want to look weak. How would you look weak if she, if you gave her the belt, she just said, "Yeah, I'm making two belts," and then and they gave you the belt. I don't. I didn't understand that part. But uh, apparently, Sasha. I mean, not Sasha. Charlotte has isolated herself from the locker room. So like. All right, so I'm just I'm gonna just try to go with a quick timeline. Mm. Apparently, before they went out there, Charlotte didn't talk to Vince. 
So she hasn't talked to Vince about the segment of the way I just got there and it. And uh, what happened, happened. I know that there have been some reports that Charlotte, the people that don't get along with Charlotte, who don't want to work with Charlotte, and they're making it seem like it's every single woman backstage. Yeah, no, they they were saying like it's, it was like almost her versus the locker room in a sense. And I mean, and then you know, there's also uh, some re- re- reports of saying that Charlotte does these things, and she knows she won't get punched with because the the locker room is already spread thin as it is. And to have somebody Charlotte, said, huh? I was gonna say uh, somebody said that when Becky stood up to her, that a lot of people in the locker room was like saying like, yeah, because. I guess Charlotte, you know, does that to everybody. And uh, honestly, I think for Charlotte, I just think for Charlotte D is life. So she she might be trying to leave. <laughs> That's what I think. Is. You know, honestly, I don't. For Charlotte D is life, apparently, because she posts pictures with Andrade almost every day. And Andrade be, Andrade be in like an AEW hat and like an FWE t-shirt on. And she still be taking a picture and posting it. Oh, like, she oh she be trying to... Like she, trying, she trying to get the fuck out of there. <clears throat> but it's like... <laughs> I'm just saying now. If they let her go, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn... Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a problem. So well, yeah, but I mean, really though, really, just this, this, just, just let's be serious. Let's get serious, <laughs> Jermaine Jackson. Uh, <laughs> if she just say if they if she if they were to do something about her attitude, right? Yeah, she would probably just do more stuff to leave. Like if they, what if they do something to make her look weak or whatever? I I don't think she would. I think she would like go off scripts. Uh-huh. That's that's what I think. Like I really think she really actively trying to leave. Like I think she gonna go off script if, if she don't want to do what they want her to do or whatever. Yeah. Well, see, it's, it's a lot of things. Here's the thing. I am of the believer that first of all, uh, the belt swap shouldn't be a thing. It never should be a thing. Roman Reigns would never swap his belt. With the other champion on the show, face Roman Reigns would have did it. Yeah, pop, pop, you uh, know what, man. You know what, man. If we both if, champions, if, if the draft happened back when Rock and Austin was hot, right? Stone Cold's not swapping his belt. I, you know what? I think he would have did it, but he would have gave him a stunner. Like he would like, you want this piece of trash here? You take it, stunner. Yeah, but 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 not to swap, pick up but not to swap the then, championships like that. I'm just saying because it just it, it 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 does not do any good for the champions at all. Now, yeah, and, and now Becky tried to defend herself because she didn't want to make her character look stupid neither. Because they, they, this this is how this all could have been avoided. Because I don't they could have just gave if, even uh, even at, before they did the match whatever. You could have just said, look, management. They could have had like Adam Pearce or something to be able to just say hand over the title. I could have did it that way. Right? No, no, them, they should. They, they it should even got this point in the first place. This is, this is what they could have did because a, a, apparently reports have come from now, I, like the, uh, according to re, some reports by um, Alex McCarthy of of Talk Sport, 
was saying that Charlotte is a big fan of Bianca Belair. And she wanted to put Bianca Belair over and let her win the championship. Because this is what she could have did. Bianca Belair could have, when they had that match on Raw, they had a good match. The finish sucked, but they had a good match. You could have had Bianca win the Raw championship right there. Then you could have had Sasha Banks win the SmackDown championship at Crown Jewel in a triple threat match. Then you then right then and there at Survivor Series as we're doing Raw versus SmackDown. Now you've got the rematch between uh Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair that we never got from SummerSlam. You know, to me it, it sounds like Charlotte is trying to be Brett. I'm not losing in America, brother. Yeah. Probably in a way. But I'm saying, but that's how you could avoid this whole situation. But they were adamant. They were adamant on keeping these belts on these women. So why? We can have another Charlotte versus Becky match at Survivor Series? Look, don't get me wrong. Charlotte and Becky have had great matches. And I know they have not fought against each other in over two years. But still, I have still seen Becky versus Charlotte more so instead of the fresher matchup of Sasha and Bianca. Sasha and Bianca only went at it literally on pay-per-view one time. And then they had, mm-hmm. that, 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 they had that throwaway SmackDown match. Yeah, but from what happened, like, how in the hell is... Be, now, now, maybe... Now since Survivor Series is coming up, they probably were like, well, let's hurry up and take the belt off Becky, have Bianca win, and let's take the belt off Charlotte, have Sasha win. But why would they... But you still booked yourself into a hole. All this stuff right here that, 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 that is claiming is their own doing. WWE books themselves into the corner, and they don't know how to get themselves out of the corner. They do, they do this shit all the time. It's, it, it's not just with... You know, uh, the whole Becky and Charlotte thing, but it's it's with you know things with Goldberg or things with Bobby Lashley, like such as the Hurt Business thing. Y'all heard me rant and rave and complain about the Hurt Business all the damn time, but y'all already know they booked themselves into a corner by breaking up the group in the first place, and now come coming later on in the year, y'all realize y'all needed the group, and now y'all just do it back together. It makes no sense. But when it comes to the bigger picture, when it comes to the Charlotte and Becky thing, it's like, I don't want to swap belts. It's stupid to swap belts. First of all, there shouldn't be two champions. In the draft, it should be... If the thing, if the roster or how they're using them is spread so thin, you don't need two different storylines. You need one champion. One champion... Could go across both shows. That's what the undisputed champion was back when the first draft happened. One champion, one tag team champion, one women's champion. If y'all want to keep Intercontinental and United States, fine. But still, just one champion. But they didn't want to do that. They want to keep doing the doing this draft thing. Well, now since you got the Raw title, you got the SmackDown title, you got all this, all this kind of stuff. You know, it's just like, because now since you put the brand names on them now, 
you can't switch them. Because remember back in the day, it was, all right, you uh, you had the women's title, you had the Divas title. Or you had the WWE Championship, and then you had the World Heavyweight Championship. Or then you had, you know, they still had the Intercontinental or the United States. Or you had the... Um, the WWE Tag Team Championships, or you had the World Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Remember those days? Yeah, no, yeah. That that, that that's like the ruthless. Yeah, it, it was it was the ruthless aggression era. Remember? So that means if certain somebody got drafted to that show, they didn't need to do no belt swap because they could just sit there with that belt. For instance, John Cena was the WWE Champion. He got drafted to Raw. Batista was the World Heavyweight Champion. He got drafted to SmackDown. So that means the World Heavyweight Champion is now on SmackDown. That's the belt they go for. And the WWE Champion is on Raw. That's the belt they go for. Right? Mm-hmm. That's all you, That's all that was needed. But, I mean, but all was needed to just put the person that you that got that got the belt on the show. Like, say what? I, I, they could have simply, they could have simply just put the person with the belt on the show. That too, but, like, but but now, but but now since they labeled them the Raw or the SmackDown belts, and they had to put the colors on them, which is stupid. You you take away now those belts got to be on those shows, and y'all want to be call y'all like y'all, y'all don't think ahead. There's no long term booking here. The only long term booking thing in this whole company is the Roman Reigns thing. Is it really? The Roman Reigns in the bloodline story, because because obviously he's not done with Brock yet. That's the only thing that's gonna be long term long term booking on the show. Other than that, this you know, so I I'm not mad at Becky, and you know I'm not I, I don't like Charlotte's attitude. I I am a Charlotte fan, but I'm not I'm not I don't like Charlotte's attitude, but I don't want to swap the belt neither. And it's it the way the way you, you're telling me of what you see on Twitter and stuff like that that, that maybe she is out there trying to get. Fired, or trying to get released, or trying to get suspended. But guess what? Charlotte's not going anywhere. Charlotte got years on her contract. Charlotte is a superstar in that company. Vince and them are not letting her go anywhere. Because they already know they're not dumb. If you let Charlotte go, Charlotte going over to AEW. That just boosts their division and everything else over there. But she, huh? I was gonna say, even if she like gets like out too out of control, like not following the script or nothing. Charlotte, but look, for the past couple weeks, Charlotte hasn't been following the script. She she got into that fight with Nia Jax a couple weeks ago. That uh, you know, that that, that little shoot fight that it, it was having, and I don't know who started it, but you know, I said, but like Charlotte looks like she looks checked out. She looks checked out. Like I said, I've yeah, been. I, I, like I said, I've been a fan of Charlotte. Like I said, and um, I know a lot of people are not a fan. Of I know I'm, I'm. I know I'm in the minority with that. But watching her, like this year, and I think after the the Rhea Ripley feud, like she don't look like she. She looks like Kevin Owens. Like they're there, but they're not there. And I. Like I said, I don't is, know. Is it as worse as uh? Is it as worse as EC three when he was coming out? What you mean? You mean like uh, like talking like like, like look look at checked out? Yeah. Uh, 
don't know if it's that that bad because of the difference is EC3 knew that he fucked up. He knew that he went to a, a company where he fucked up. Charlotte knows that Charlotte got pulled over there. If Charlotte was so like, Vincent Man would probably almost almost kiss Charlotte's ass because of she's Charlotte. Now, once again, you ain't gonna do but so much dumb shit. But if there's something that Charlotte wants or whatever the case may be, then Charlotte probably gonna get it. But EC3's thing was he knew that he wasn't gonna be able to get his contract until he was released or whatever the case may be. So he was just he just knew that there was there was nothing that they that he can do. He wasn't a favorite. They played favoritism in that company, and he was not a favorite. And as much as you know, Charlotte may be want to stick up, and her and Becky may have. Which me personally, now you got this powder keg. Obviously, Charlotte already said that her and Becky relationship has been strained ever since Becky called her plastic. Uh, a couple of, was it back twenty eighteen about when she missed some time to you know get a boob job, and Charlotte was not happy with that comment. So her and Becky's relationship has have, have been strained over there. So you mean to tell me y'all going to build? For a Survivor Series matchup between these two, why would you do that? I mean, Becky wasn't lying. So what? Becky wasn't lying. Becky ain't gotta be. I know she's not lying, but you know, Char- Charlotte is. Part takes things very personally, and if that's what we you know, that's like. But it's like, yeah, you're right. And if that's supposed to be her friend, like her her, her true friend, you know, why, why would you why, why would you take take that shot? Kind of like when Bret Hart didn't like when uh, Shawn Michaels took that um, Sunny Days comment or their their promo and took that took that shot at him. And he's like, "Yo, man, don't do that. You messed up. My, you messed up my home life. Why would you Why would you even do that? It pissed him off. And I, I get it." Because like she's a time to look. Because look, we already know Charlotte looked completely different than when Charlotte first came up. Charlotte in NXT, or even even Ashley from WrestleMania twenty four in two thousand eight, looks completely different than she does now. Yes or no? Oh yeah, completely. Yes, yeah, she looks completely different. Charlotte when she won the Divas Championship looks different. Exactly. So Charlotte got some work done. Right, so it's all right. And obviously, look, Charlotte, look, Charlotte goes to do the Michael Jackson thing. She don't want to like her dad. Her name? <laughs> what you say? Well, all right then. Am I lying? I don't know if it was that. I just, I don't know. She still, she. That's the case. She got more surgeries to go then. <laughs> I, I was I would say but everybody said that she Charlotte, everybody was saying how uh, just like and, the man everybody was talking about some how much she like flared and how she wasn't pretty enough like that and she got probably got tired of hearing that shit so she went off and, and to, to do something to make herself look good to not look like her dad or to, people to remind her that this she wanted to see her look like me Charlotte whatever it case it be that, that's her personal life you know I'm not gonna get into her personal life when it comes to business. You know the the right thing to do was to, would have been to drop the belt to Bianca. Then and then Becky dropped the especially, belt. Especially, especially since they had a since they like scheduled it. I don't understand they if did. they didn't schedule it, but they scheduled like they scheduled to have the match. So exactly, you could have could have beat Bianca. That that could have put Bianca over even more. 
because she beat Charlotte, of all things. And then now, because now, what are you going to do? You're going to just throw Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair on a pointless Survivor Series women's team? Why would you do that? Especially when people want to see the rematch. People are still high on Bianca Belair. People love Sasha Banks and, and, and to the point where they transcended the race thing. If you get if you get what I'm saying. You still there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like to the point where it's like, okay, they are really enjoying the work that Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair are putting in. It is just so happen they, they, they just so happen to be black women. But they are really enjoying the work that they do. So why not keep it going? And they only had legit they only had one match. They had that, that little doorway thing on SmackDown, which I don't even really count. And the rest has been tag team stuff, but they they've only went together, only went at it one time. What do you think the the better match would be? Bianca and Sasha or Becky and Charlotte, which we've seen already? I think with a good I think with a good storyline, Charlotte and Becky can be good, but I think every time, no matter what, so, uh, uh, Sasha and Bianca can be good. But here's the thing. You got, what, four weeks of Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. What story are they going to come up with now? Unless they want to turn, turn, work themselves into a shoot about what's going on backstage and then turn that into... Well, you know what they like to do that. I mean, they can't I mean, be... Like, oh. This man, this man, she done took his, uh, you know, took his, you know, took a boyfriend or edge took his girl and then they made it into a real life story. Honestly, if if this is if this is the case, I I like I won't be surprised if they try to force because see now it's like Bianca gotta gotta like wh- when is Bianca gonna get her her receipt on what Becky did to her at SummerSlam? Will she get one? Exactly. That's 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 my thing. It's gonna okay. be like when Kofi got his receipt on Brock, which was a trouble in paradise, and that's it. Yeah, which it, it should have been. He should have. I, I, I still say this all the time. He should have been the one to be. He should have been a ricochet spot. Remember, R- ricochet was the reason why Brock got eliminated in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that should have been mm-hmm. Kofi's spot. At least, that that would have been Kofi's receipt by you know eliminating Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. But they didn't do anything with that. They didn't do anything with that. And that shit sucks. That shit. Just real quick, real quick off topic. Why didn't they make the rumble for the title since Brock was in it that year? He was was he the champion? Yes. That was a part of. He said, "I'm the champion. I'm gonna come out first, and I'm gonna beat everybody in this match." That's why he was destroying everybody. (laughs) Oh, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I, just, just sorry, just a random question. No, I don't know. I mean, it was a good vote, but I, I, I probably yeah, I because know. Brock came out first. It was like he not gonna go through all thirty. No, yeah, he not. He would, he would definitely lost the championship. But, but, but that first fifteen though was great. And all was, right, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, what do you think the outcome of this is going to be? Uh, I think it's going to. 
end with Charlotte either taking some time off or Charlotte. Well, if she, if, she take, if she will take time off, that means she's gonna have to leave and drop the belt anyway. Uh, well, I'm saying she might. She might. I don't know. Knowing Charlotte, she might even try to do it the Brett way too. She might be like, "I'm not losing in America, so when we go to UK, then I'm gonna lose it." But Charlotte, we don't go to UK until July. Well, that's when I'm losing it. <laughs> Man, look. I dodged I, I they gonna, dodged they gonna, the Bret Hart thing. They're gonna do a, no, they're gonna do the Brock Lesnar thing. She's gonna beat everybody up. Well, Charlotte is indefinitely suspended, so we're gonna have a tournament to determine the champ. Well, that just leads me on to the SmackDown recap. Because uh Yeah, I I, I wanna get this done. So this uh so SmackDown this past Friday was uh like Brock Lesnar came, you know. First of all, we got a recap of Crown Jewel. Roman Reigns was in the ring, and then he was there with Paul Heyman. And then uh, he said, "Is is is he holding the title belt for him or for Brock?" Because we still don't know where Heyman's alliance leads, you know. But then Roman, you know, kind of runs down. He calls he's the greatest Universal Champion of all time. The people he smashed: Daniel Bryan, Edge. Finn well, Balor. I'm surprised he actually mentioned him. Exactly. Well, I mean, he is Brian Danson over there, so I guess it makes a difference, I guess. But, uh, so he said, well, then, you know, uh, Brock says he'll be on SmackDown this week doing Twitter, then, you know, Reigns left talking about some and slaps him his phone out of his head. I thought that was funny. And says, you know, uh, let's say he's going to be on the show. He's not anywhere. And he said he doesn't mind smashing Lesnar two nights in a row. He needs to find another word than smashing. Do you think? I think he's doing that on purpose. Oh. Because oh. <laughs> he was talking about Mr. Missionary. I think he's doing it on purpose. Oh, for, you know, okay, fair enough. Fair enough for that one. Um, but it, it it don't sound good. <laughs> it smash tip, smash tip, smash tip. So uh, and I'm gonna do it again too. Yeah. <laughs> bop, bop. Uh, but two twice on Sunday. Oh, oh man, look, hey, why, 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 six weeks on Sunday. Uh, so Reigns is still. They go to commercial. They come back. Reigns is still in the ring, and then uh, Reigns holds up the mic. We got the we we want Lesnar chant. Lesnar comes out. Lesnar ain't taking shit from nobody. Lesnar come out there, just beat, take out Roman Reigns, take off his flannel, stares down Paul Hammond, Paul Hammond looks scared. Here come the Usos. He just sit there and just toss the Usos uh, over the, into the ring post and everything like that. And then they are just sitting there. He Brock is sitting there and going uh, crazy. And uh, Adam Pierce gets on mic. Uh, wait, wait, before you get before you get to that. I, I would have did this. I would have did that differently, though. What? I would have had him beat up, beat beat them up, but differently because, like, obviously Brock is a face now, so like for him to just randomly start pushing people out the way for no reason, I, I just don't think it's like, you know, like this is the same guy that politely asked Jeff Hardy, "Can he talk?" and interrupt his interview. So like he, I just think he could have. He probably respects Jeff Hardy. It's it's kind of like old school Stone Cold. How he was spread Jeff Hardy when you beat the crap out of him. <laughs> when did he beat the crap out of Jeff Hardy? 
I, I'm talking about when he first came in. 2002? That shit is, that is, that is water under the bridge. Yeah, right but there. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, Jeff Hardy, he hasn't faced Jeff Hardy since then. So I'm saying, I, if it was somebody he faced, I would probably be like, yeah, okay. Like, if it was like Triple H, well, okay, yeah, he was smashed Triple H, but I don't care about, Brock don't care about Jeff Hardy. No, no, seriously. But no, um, I don't know. I would have had him do it more, more of a face way of a beatdown. Like, just beat Roman and the Usos and the crowd chant one more time for just them. And then maybe, maybe they touch him first. Like maybe the referees and all that try to get Rome, get Brock off first. And then he started attacking him, not just him, just attacking random people while they running at him, you know? Yeah. But this makes it, this also gets the, the more badass beast version of Brock Lesnar, which I like. So yeah, but it, I just, I, I just, I thought we was finally getting Brock as a person, not just a beast every single time, all the time, you know? Yeah, but no, but this makes sense because of how he got screwed the night before. Yes, yeah. he 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 did get screwed. Well, I would so, rather him just go off on Roman because if you're a face, no people ain't do nothing to you. Roman the one that did it, so keep attacking Roman, not just random people. You know? I'm just... No, but I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I get it, but I'm saying, but still... Be pissed off at business because first of all, you have you got to find that way to get Broncos out of here. He has to be suspended because yeah, Broncos. I would have. I would have. You're not getting suspended for beating down Roman Reigns. No, I would have him beat down Roman Reigns, and the referees on him came out to break it up, and then that's when he going ate crazy on everybody because they touched him first. No, nobody touched him first. He randomly provoked this cameraman that was just standing there. Pushed him out the way and then tossed over Davari and then took the camera. Like, I'd rather him beating up Roman and then they come out, all right, break it up. And then they try to pull him off. And then that's when he's like, oh, y'all going to like some more Joe and uh, NXT. Like, provoked. I'm provoked. So now I'm about to attack. Gotcha. But, uh, that's just a, it's a small, it's a small little, it don't even matter, but it's just a small thing for me that I was like, okay, that could have been, it could have made a difference between heel, beast Brock and, and face Brock. Well, I know as soon as he, as soon as he touched an official, I was like, he gonna get suspended. And here comes Adam Pierce. On the mic, said his actions were irresponsible and unacceptable, and he can't allow this to happen. So I'm going to definitely suspend Brock Lesnar. Brock look up to the ring like, what he say? Walk down to the ring, enters him, and he grabs Pierce by the throat, and he said, "Repeat what you said." And he said he's suspending Lesnar. Lesnar gives him an F5, and then he hits the F5, but then the crowd chants one more time. I don't think Pierce was expecting this. And Brock Lesnar picks up again, and there's another F5, and rips the man pants. He ripped it on the first one. It was the first one? Yes. That's funny. Because like when he did it, he landed, he F5'd him so hard that he split his pants. I was like, oh, that's funny. Because like, he did it the first time. I was like, well, what is that? Did he pick them up again? And then I'm like, did he, is that, did, he, did he split his pants? And then, of course... Soon as I was thinking it, Pat McAfee, he just fired him out of his pants. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> of course. Cool. Uh, I think that's the first time that's ever happened. It had to be. Sonya Deville is backstage on the phone. They don't, they don't even interrupt because, you know, she had to jump last week. Yeah, my she dog is stanced up like she's trying to do something. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Deville says she had more important things to deal with. And you talk about you talk about women looking weak. Naomi just walks out the room. I was like, "Well, that that's not good." Uh, 
there was a lack of matches on here because actually they just, they just flew in from Saudi Arabia and then they're going to make them fucking work the next day. So I'm like, all right, sure. So Drew McIntyre has an open challenge to Sami Zayn. And, uh, you know, Sami Zayn comes from, from the barricade. And then, but, but, you know, it, it's not much of a match here. As he does catch him with, uh, he goes for a Luva kick. He, he gets out the way, hits him with a uh, Claymore kick. So this is supposed to be the season premiere of SmackDown, obviously. So this is where we're going to see. Didn't they, didn't they just do that last week? I think so. But it's probably the, the new rosters now. You know what I'm saying? So then why not? All right. Uh, then they have the whole Kofi kicks in the ring to present King Woods or King Xavier, whoever they're going to call him. As he makes his way to the world with the King's Cloth and, and, and the Scepter. Uh, and they, they had the All Hell King Woods chance. But uh, I want to know, is it going to be like a a heel turn for the New Day or Xavier Woods? or He has to get kind of like Big Head or something. Something I call, I hope it's like a King Booker type transformation. I think Prime Man went on me. I, uh, huh? I was asking, how, you know, how about you before you didn't answer? I think... He, uh, I think he gets Eric, but I don't think they turn. Like, I think they make it a strong point not to turn. Like, we would never turn on each other. No, 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 no. not turn on COVID. Them two just going heel. Oh, nah. Well, it, de- it depends, honestly. Uh, only reason I say honestly because Xavier Woods is so creative that there's tons of shirts he can make and probably been thinking about making from childhood that he can just rack up on. Damn, uh, and I, you know, I I don't think I know Hill's shirt sell, but I think you know they want them to be face if they're gonna be trying to sell a lot of t-shirts and merch. Yeah. So I say, I mean, it depends on how long this go. You know, Corbin was king for like three years, so you know, oh, okay. maybe. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well. <laughs> so maybe. We gotta see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Mansoor taking on uh, Mustafa Ali uh, again. Yeah, and he gets a quick roll up, and then so Ali won. No, Mansoor won. Oh, Mansoor is two for two. Okay, hit row make their SmackDown debut, and 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 they come out, but uh, they go and they uh. I honestly, I didn't hear, and the only thing I heard from this promo was hit row D Fab said it, and that's all I heard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously they make a little work of the jobbers here. It's actually swerving top dollar who are, 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 are making. I don't okay, R- real quick, real quick. Yeah, I don't know what top dollar did or, or who he has heat with, but I was watching uh, BTE. Oh, wait, was it BTE? What whoever in the elite has a blog, right? Yeah. Or, or whoever on AEW has a vlog. I think it was if, if I think it was Sammy. Anyways, uh. He had a stack of dollars, right? And he was like, oh, those dollars look good. Uh, can can I have a dollar? And he gave him the dollar off the top. He said, I don't want that top dollar. It's just very green. It's just not. It don't work. It don't work so good. You know, it's, it's it could be dangerous in the sense. <laughs> so then, uh, I think Lance e- Ego, all Ego, Ethan Page, or Lance Archer was like, yeah, top that top dollar sucks. You need to, you need to uh, work on it. <laughs> Like they just, I was like, damn, what did he do to them? I, I, I don't know. He's been very confident about how Hero's not going to fall down the, the WWE machine on Twitter and stuff like that. So, all right. Robert Roode. 
Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. However, the, I, I did, got more. But did, did, you hear, did you hear the backstage plans for him, bro? <laughs> what are they? They're trying to turn Top Dollar to the singles guy and have Swerve and Ashanti be the tag team. That's obviously uh, because he's big. Is that why? Because he's bigger. Of course, you know this. But I'm like, but what, Swerve obviously because see, Vince looks one to look looks at Swerve and don't see nothing out of him. He, he probably looks at Top Dollar. He's the big guy. The big there, guy. In and he wants to do that, but no. Swerve is the guy that goes solo. Do he do he, do he watch the tapes before he signs? Like before he brings them up? No. Because <laughs> uh, all right. You know he does it. But I'm top saying, dollar is very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, uh, top dollar need work to go before he gets. I mean, I'm not saying he can't be a singles guy, you know, a part a part of the group. But right now, he, him, and Ashanti have like that good dynamic as a tag team. Yeah. And I don't think you. And if you want to have him as a team, you would just do a trios, not. Make top dollar the singles. Oh yeah, well you know W don't do trios and D you know. Not trios teams. So I'm saying like you had them come on new day style of yeah. one day is this this duo and one day is the next duo. You know, uh-huh. switch it up, but, but not. You know, don't don't be like yeah, uh, Swerve and the other guys just straight up the tag team now. Yeah, but he looks at Swerve and says he should be going for. The cruiserweight, even though it's on, still it's on NXT, or where I don't even know where the cruiserweight championship is at right now. NXT. The cruiserweight, it is on. Roger Stone has it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Diamond Mine got it. So yeah, well, I don't, who cares about Diamond Mine? So. I mean, well, it is getting a little bit better than it was when it first came out. I will say that it is getting better. Uh so uh, sorry to say, Ad about the rest of the night. Rick Booz is on stage to Shiska Nakamura. We have Shiska Nakamura versus Happy Corbett. I'm hoping the only reason why we got this match is because all the other superstars were tired. Uh, because you don't you don't no. want to put the Saudi Arabia people on. Because you recognize a lot of Saudi Arabia people were not wrestling tonight. Yeah. yeah. They had sailors, but they weren't wrestling. Uh, Happy Corbett wins um, with the end of days to... Uh, to Nakamura. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Kid it's Nakamura. called the Happy Days now. <laughs> that sucked. Uh, we're, so now we're at the main event segment with uh Charlotte and Becky Lynch, uh, with the thing of, of with the title and. How they go to make the exchange for the two championships and how Charlotte dropped it and Becky uh threw it at her and then Sasha tries to come out there and then uh run down and give the uh what was it, the the backstabber mm-hmm. uh to Flair. Uh Flair makes sure they escape and then of course the whole segment just fell flat because obviously took the air out the balloon out, out, out the way they just disrespected the championships like that, so yeah, it's like I was like I was like on Friday I was like, what the hell's going on? We got Charlotte and Becky fighting over this belt. We got Dwight Howard and AD fighting on the bench. We're like, what, what's going on? Is it all this infighting? Oh, you made the seventy fifth anniversary team, but I ain't make it. Mm. Look, 
I, I know I'll talk about it on my sports podcast, but Dwight should have made that team. Yeah, he should have, but uh, don't get me started. I can go days, but I've been seeing I've seen people react to the list, and I'm just not I'm not happy with <laughs> I'm not happy with some of these people. Are you not happy with the list? Or you're not happy with the people that just talk about the list. I'm not happy with the people that's talking about somebody was like, oh, just all right, I'm going on topic. I'm sorry. Right. Some people so this this right. dude I watched, I, I I was watching his video, he was like, Cool. I deserve to be on this list. Giannis don't deserve to be on this list. Maybe he needs like two or three more years. But Damien is a surefire thing to be on this list. Are you serious? Yeah. See, that's, it, and that's, then and then what made me even more upset, he started naming the people that he won on the list. And I'm like, oh, this guy sucks. He was like, where's the Michael Reds? Where's the Jared Wallace's? Michael Reds? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, after after I watched it, after he said that, I didn't watch any more of the video. I was like, oh, he... He don't know what he's talking about, obviously. He said Michael Jared Wallace Ray, should be on this list. No stats. Yeah. But you know what? Ginobili, I, I love Ginobili, but Ginobili don't got enough stats to be on the list. But all right, you know what? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, Sorry. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Like I said, we, I, I, we will, I will find a way to talk about it on, on, on a podcast, so make sure you stay for that. Uh, also, on um, Friday, we had Rampage. And Rampage was, uh, we had, the, the, what was it, the start of the world title eliminator tournament? Yes. Yeah. Now, did, did, did you, you happen to see Rampage, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember Rampage had, uh, obviously, Pack versus Andrade 2. Then they had, uh, uh, Will Hobbs taking on Orange Cassidy, and uh, who, what was the other match you had on there? Uh, Britt Baker taking no. on was Britt Baker taking on Anna J or was it or is it uh, Anna J? Yeah, yeah, Anna J. Anna J. Stuff like that. Okay, so uh, and then uh, FTR was was uh interrupted a promo a promo something with with, with with Pentagon. Uh, so. Obviously, I know I'm probably getting the order wrong, but I, I don't know what started off. Ramp- I, don't, I don't think. Did Peck and the Dry start off Rampage? No, that was that was the main event. Thank God. Because I was thinking, <laughs> Rampage been trying to start off with, you know, the hot match or CM Punk first. And I'm like, but I think since Rampage think got since since Rampage got their demo their demo win, I, I think, you know, they kind of don't care now. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe, maybe uh, we'll, we'll talk about the main event, but the uh, the, the Orange Cassidy and Will Hobbs match was cool. You know, Hobbs wasn't winning, so Cassidy won. He, he, I honestly, to be surprised, I'll be honest with you, I, you I, I, I really probably thought that Will Hobbs was probably going to win this match. No, I would like it if they did a, if they did a Young Guns like battle, a young, not battle, but a Young Guns like tournament. For all the younger upcoming stars, but we already know since uh Moxley squashed Will of Utah and Orange Cassidy was looking at him like, I'm gonna beat you. So that's why the, that's why uh I think that he's gonna do that. Yeah. I mean look, like I said, I like Orange Cassidy, I really, really like him a lot, but I'm just like, but you know, I think that the, the dynamic would have been a lot different. A, a yeah. lot different. Like seeing a fresh match like Will Hobbs taking on Moxley. 
Yeah, no, I, I think so too. Because but I don't think we've ever seen Cassidy versus Moxley either. Fair, fair. And that, that, you know, we 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 have not seen Cassidy versus Moxley either on that on that on that front. I mean, like I said, the, the match the match is really good. I think Will Hobbs got a lot of things in the future. Uh, there was a point mm-hmm. where, where, where the referee tried to get him in Will Hobbs' face, and he just picked the referee up and just throw him like literally picks him up and throws him into the corner. And Hulk is like, "Yo, don't 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 don't, don't fall for referee shit." And then. Orange Cassidy picks up in one of his, I forgot what that, that pin is called. But, the mousetrap. Yeah, yeah, the mousetrap. And then he wins the matchup, and then Orange Cassidy uh, wins here. Matt Hardy still staring him down. That's why I was thinking, like, okay, I thought he was still the thing going on with Matt Hardy. That's why I thought. Well, I think Oz Matt Hardy will make him lose against Moxley. Say what? I think Matt Hardy will make him lose against Moxley. Okay. Oh, that, that, and it's possible that could be a thing. Uh, Anna J uh, versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And I, I don't think we got to go through this match. It was not very good. And not to say that Anna J is not good. No, She's just not. No, you no, know. it was not good at all. It was just, this is like, I think this is like Anna's like, maybe Anna hasn't had, I don't think Anna has had 50 matches yet. Like ever. I don't think she's had 50 matches ever. Does, does she wrestle on Dark at all? Not really. Look, I've I, 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 I been trying to take... Look, you like Anna J. I am not a big fan of Anna J. I'm Ty Conti, okay? I think Ty Conti... I didn't, who? I don't, I, I didn't say I liked her wrestling. I didn't say that. I just said I liked her. Ty Conti's the better wrestler to me. She's she, she, the better... I mean, you know, everybody likes Anna J because of her looks. I'm just like, Anna J, just, 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 she just screams... Like borderline divas era coming out of the divas era. She she's better Ooh, than she, I, I she's think, better than divas era. I, I'll give her that, but she ain't better than Ty Conti. Well, well, no, she's not better than Ty Conti, but she doesn't she doesn't have experience either. Like I said, she has not wrestled fifty matches in her career at all. She's like wrestled like maybe thirty matches overall yeah, ever. But well, here's it. Which one do you like better? Which which you think is better, Anna J or, or Jay Cargill? Oh, I think Jade is better because she can hide. Because Jade ain't had fifty matches neither. No, but Jade's matches are squash matches, and they're she hides behind them while they try to like Anna tries to be. The enforcer, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but, but even with with um, like uh, was it with Jay Cargill and Nyla Rose and uh, mm-hmm. and Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa carried carried her in the match yeah, and, it, it, and it, helped it, her it, out. It helped her out. Though. I'm saying Anna, yeah, I think Anna Anna doesn't. I don't think Anna has the help like Jade does because Anna goes on head first. And she just goes in and does and tries to do the match while Jade protects herself a little more. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, like it, like it, Anna. Anna. Sorry. No. No. Sorry. No. No. No, you no. no. You got it. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say Anna tries to do the the woman like I'm gonna have the best match of the night or, or whatever. Try to do this and do that while Jade just says, "All right, I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna do my move, and I'm gonna sell a little bit." While Anna tries to. to to do the moves, she tries to sell the moves. She tries to try stuff she's seen on TV. <laughs> she tries to do the like you know. Anna just tries to to be more than 
her experience allows her. Like I said, Ty Conti to me is the one that can, can put the better matches. I think she looks better. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I just think, you know, they're pushing the wrong one. Where they are? Which uh, she got a match. I say, I say, I say, but yeah, but I, I, I enjoy Ty Conti more than Anna J. Anna J can just she has the match. Like so they're pushing her. Yeah, they, they are. I said, that's what I'm saying because she's she's next in line to go up against uh, Britt, right? Yes, at full gear. At full gear. So yeah, I mean, she ain't gonna win it, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna. No, be, no, she's not gonna win. But it's, it's gonna be a lot better than that. But yeah, so Anna J, that match is terrible. Obviously, Britt Baker wins with you know the uh, the lockjaw. She comes down and you know, beats the, it, it, the Taikati comes down there and said it, and, and, and she would not let the let the thing go. Uh, Pentagon comes out with 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 the, with the titles. Uh, obviously, they are upset from how they lost their Triple A tag team titles to the revive uh, FCB FTR the previous week. And uh, I was like, where I don't know what, what, where's Phoenix at? I don't know what, where there is. I think I think he got. He was hurt from when they beat him. Oh, I think that's what they what the story was. Oh wow! Well, it, there is this these two guys of mask and always that have that those little green luchador masks that they that they had before, and uh, Pentagon goes rip rip them off and realizes it's not them. And FTR attacks him and the guy that that was with them uh, from behind, and I don't know. Who that guy is, but uh, he, he he's coming out with uh, Pentagon, and it, 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 it will hold up. That's the guy that was with him all the time. Yeah, I, I never knew who, who he was though. But then uh, he, a, after you know, Tully thinks it's, it's like you know the eighties again. Pat comes out and uh, runs them both off as as uh, he he's out there getting ready for his match between him and Andrade El Eagolo for. Uh, the, the second matchup, which get get to the main event, we get Andrade taking on Pack, which I think was better than their first match. A I think it better. was good, and uh, just 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 to, just to skip ahead, the ending did not need to happen. That's all I'm gonna say. You said the ending did not need to happen. Yes. Well, do, 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 do I the rest of this match was good, like the, like the whole. Springboard over the ropes and the the, the, the DDT yes. on the apron. That shit. The whole match was good. The whole match was great. Uh huh. But after the match, did not need to happen. All right. Well, you know, to uh, help everybody out at how we did the matchup, we get uh, Pack is uh, let's see uh, how, how does Pack beat him again? Because Pack Pack's the one that won, correct? Yes, Pac yes. Pac won, oh, and Glock Anderson came out, right? Yeah, he he go, yeah he, he rolls him up after he he rolls up Andrade after he yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he go he try goes for the hammerlock DT. Which by the way, before before we get to this ending real quick, uh, I do recommend. I know we didn't go into detail of it. Please, everybody, go out and check this match out. This is a really good matchup between these two. Um, before Glock Anderson come out, Malachi Black come out because like the lights go dark, and then Malachi oh, Black yes. is in the ring. He sprays Pack with the green mist in yep. his face, and I was like, "Are they an alliance now?" Type. I think, I think they are. They are an alliance, but they're not an alliance. I don't know yet. 
Because obviously they have a connection because of uh, Zelina Vega, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think uh, uh, Andrade was like, I got friends all over the world. So I think that they're going to either not do a House of Black stable, but they're going to be like some kind of a power chip here and there. Uh-huh. But anyways, you know, they're they going to get so, the chair. So they're going to get the steel chair. He's probably going to handle our DDT to, to pack. And all, then, then Glock Anderson comes out. And when I say... Glock say, Anderson comes out and pulls out the Glock. He, he, look, he pulls it out <laughs> and it's like, boom! And, and you know what's funny? I heard somebody say this. He's, I heard somebody say, Glock Anderson pulls out the Glock and shoots it. And Cody is the bullet. Well, Cody was the book because Cody, Cody came out there. When he shot it, Cody came out. Yeah, Cody came out there in a rush, you hear me? And just started beating down everybody. He started, you know, uh, taking down uh, Andrade and Malachi Black. He hits him with the, you know, the, uh, the Gold Dust Power Slam. And people are just not feeling Cody at all. Yeah, they, not feeling Cody. They are not feeling Cody oh, at all. You know, I, I kind of wasn't feeling Cody for a long time, but the moment... I think the moment for me when I started just saying, nah, this ain't it for Cody. Like, nah, you got to do something different. Is when he was playing uh, Malachi Black on the stage and he did the, uh, what do you call it when you fall and do the, do the, uh, the gold dust thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you yeah. fall on his back and punch him. I was like, why? On the ramp. Oh, oh, That's when I was like, oh, yeah, in nah, this an actual <laughs> fight, this is what happened. Yes. In yes. an actual fight, this is exactly. What happened? That yeah, I, I like, oh, well, nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's the move you picked, and all the moves you got, you you picked to do, take a back bump on concrete and, and, and punch it. <laughs> all right, Cody. Oh <sighs> shit! Yeah, I I just thought the ending to this, and then the ending to their match on Dynamite just were not needed, in my opinion. It, 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 no, we'll get to the dynamite when we, when we do the midweek wrestling um, recap. Uh, but that, that that was Rampage. Rampage gets, gets a thumbs up for me. I thought Rampage was good. So, you guys, man, make sure you guys do some favor. If y'all go back and see all of Rampage, make sure you go back and check out the Andrade taking on uh, Pack Two. That match, was, I like I said, we didn't do it justice by not talking about it in, in detail. But that match was really, really great. The finish did not need to happen, but the match was really, really great here. Nope, nope. Uh, so now uh, we're, we're going to go on to now. Let's go on to Impact Wrestling. So Impact Wrestling, because me and Prago have fun talking about this, uh, had their Bound for Glory pay-per-view, which everybody knows who knows Impact. Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory is like their WrestleMania. And it's they have three top shows. I mean, they do shows every every month or stuff like that. Their pay-per-view shows is Battle for Glory, Slammiversary, and Lockdown. Do they even still do Lockdown? No. Okay, well, so Slammiversary and... They do... Let's see. They do Slammiversary, Battle for Glory. They've started doing Homecoming and Hard to Kill. Why are we still... Hard to Kill is not that great. Because yeah, like, yeah. it, used to be, it used to be Hard Justice. Remember that? Yeah, then they changed it to hardcore justice. Yeah, that sucked because that's supposed to be their extreme rules. And then next thing that now we got it hard to kill. First of all, T TNA back in the day had some good pay per view names. I I, I like Destination X. Uh, 
I liked Lockdown. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I, they brought Destination back, Destination X back, and it's, I think it was like a one night only special. Wow. It wasn't a pay per view. I, Which I was kind of scared. I was like, "How are they gonna do that in that arena?" <laughs> in, in that little small. Oh, well, well, guess what? Well, this time they're taking themselves out of Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Keep keep telling yourself that. They, I, no, you keep telling yourself that because this time they decided we're on pay per view, and this is Battle for Glory. It's gonna be a big show. We got to do this. They took themselves to Vegas. Sure. Sunrise Man of Nevada. They went to. They went to Nevada. They went to have Battle Glory there and set at the venue at Sam's Town Live. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> Why can't you believe it? Because it just—it's not like because it just—it's not like when when TNA went to different places. You can tell it's literally the same. It looked like the same place. The same everything. It, it's, it it looked like the same everything. Guess what? It's in a hotel casino, bro. This thing had. It, you know what? Look, look, let's just take a moment. What happened to TNA wrestling? Like, like, really, because remember, at one All point, the money at one, you're right, but at one point, the, this company was averaging 2 million views on Spike TV. Mm-hmm. At then one, they hired Hogan and Bischoff and fired Jerry, and then Dixie left. Then they had no money. That's what happened. It's funny how they said they got no money, but they keep signing all these people. That's where all the money going. <laughs> they don't got money to sign venues because they signing people. They, it was like this. Now, D'Lo Brown with that suit. D'Lo Brown and Matt Striker was on commentary. Mm-hmm. And I was Wait, real quick before on the money part. It's yeah. weird because we say that they, I really only think they, they keep their money for their wrestlers because Jericho said if it wasn't for AEW, he would have went to Impact because the number was there. He said that. He God. said, I don't know how they do it or where they came up with it from or if they dug into other people's pockets, but the number that they gave me was good for me. But AW came along. That's what Jericho said from his but, mouth. But, but, so I guess, but, but, I guess Jericho, they only I'm sitting there asking Jericho like this. Jericho, really Jericho? Because let me ask you this question. Why in the hell would Jericho go to Impact Wrestling knowing damn well Impact not getting no TV deal? I mean, I think Jericho... At that time, before AEW, was probably just in the last run. He was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna get paid to just, you know, just just do just do me." I'm glad AEW came along because because no 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 Jericho and Impact Wrestling would just would just flop. But the fall from grace, it had to be. You don't think Jericho could have single handedly saved it like Matt Hardy did? No. <laughs> no. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy single handedly saved. That yeah, company yeah, it, he, for he, a little bit, for a little bit, for he, like two he, years. He saved years. it, but then once again, it's like yo, after that, after all, all, all that stuff, something just happened, and they are yeah, they got rid of Dixie, and it was kind of going bankrupt, and then the other dude bought it from the Smashing Pumpkins, and then he bought it. It's like he bought it, and it was like I don't want this no more. Like it's like he bought it. And it wasn't in the shape that he thought he was getting it in. Uh-huh. Like when you buy something. So then he kind of sold it. And after that, it was just like, you know, it just, you know, it's down bad. I don't got no backer behind it, really. It, yeah, nothing, because these venues suck. Mm-hmm. And I hate that but they, 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 but they, they... But they they somehow have a have a performance center, a.k.a. like a, a 
a home area for some somehow. Yeah, but they got they, they do this stuff in Nashville. That's fine. But when they want to, no, what I'm saying like their Nashville place is their place that they own. So I'm saying they somehow have a performance center type of thing where they could just have their shows there when they want. Somehow, I don't know how they got a performance center, but somehow they do. You're right, but I also think that they need like that vent. It it had to be only 150 people in there. Yeah, I think the, the venue is only for like 150 to 200 people. And, and I'm like, yo, my for a bow for glory show, like, come, I felt bad, like, yo, even if they could could have found a way to get to the Leah Core Center and and and, and try to s- sell out there, because I don't even know if I don't even know if Impact can put a thousand people in, in the seats anymore. Um, uh, if they build it up, yeah, but not now. No, it's it's hard, and I, and I think because I think we're coming to the end of the AEW Impact deal, also. Cause AEW tried to help them out, but it's like nah, they ain't doing ain't ain't doing what they how they expected it to do. And Christian Cage is not is not a selling point. Wait, uh, hold up. You say who is not doing what? Christian Cage is not a selling point. Not not for not for this style. No, he would be a good on the mid or lower card, but not for this to be the main guy. Not not in twenty twenty one. No, 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 no. I mean like. Maybe they didn't. They need to look into getting Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt because they like are... it. It's cool to see like I I I am a Christian fan, so it'll be cool to see him on a B pay per view. But for him to be headlining and him to be the one that like I'm seeing the show because of Christian, I went not in 2021 for me. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I agree. Just yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so we we obviously we can't go recap for match to match, but uh, they had a tournament final intergender six way match for the Impact Digital Media Championship. My girl Jordan Grace won that one, aka the rip off AEW belt. <laughs> it literally looks just like the AEW belt. Oh God, I see. Uh, this match also had Chelsea Green, Crazy Steve, uh, Fahaba. In there, Madison Rain, who will not retire. Uh, <laughs> so she keep coming out of retirement. I told you that. So then, uh, we get the, the first matchup. We get the, the the inspiration with two eyes, which are no, the former the, the iconics, but now they go by Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the inspiration took on Decay and beat Decay. Yep, who, I knew that. I didn't agree with that one. I didn't agree with that one. I told you that was going to happen. I told you they were going to win. As soon as they said, like, they said they were coming to Impact. All right, cool. As soon as they said, all right, we'll refrain for the title. I was like, oh, well, they're going to win it. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but don't mean I got to agree with it. You're right about that. You're right about the championship, by the way. I just saw it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the the, the, the K, they weren't even a. Not a team team, but they weren't like a team to be winning the tag team championships. Like they kind of shot themselves in the foot by splitting up their best team in Kier Hogan and Tasha Steels. Yeah, and and then after that, it was just like, well, I guess we put it on put it on them because they are stable. So now they're putting it on a proper pe- pe- a team, a, pro- a proper team. Yeah, because uh-huh. they got a like all their past champions. 
that's not Tasha Steeles and Kerry Hogan are makeshift teams. Gotcha. Uh, oh, uh, so Trey Miguel defeated uh El Fantasmo and Steve McClain for the tournament three way for the vacant X Division Championship because that Plan C happened when it came to Josh Alexander by yep. forfeiting that to go for the, the, the Impact World Championship. Yep. He he said that Rhino defeated Rhino. defeated Violent by Design, which is a uh, Col- hey. Cody Deaner. And yes, Cody Beaner, Eric Young, and uh, Joe Dorn. Uh, the the guy from uh, from Sanity. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, it was Rhino too. Rhino is technically the stable, but he like he. It's one of them things where he quit the stable to beat the tag with Heat. Uh huh. He came out like mid match. Gotcha. Uh, not 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 the way that you you know you expect him to come out mid match. You expect the gore 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 him to run out. He walked out slowly. <laughs> he looked around. I guess I'll tag in and he tagged in and then, you know. Uh, then they won the match. I got you. Uh, today, I'm, <laughs> I guess, yeah, no, right, right away, not what he used to be. Uh, tw- they, they had this the, 20 the wrestling. Fact that he, 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 I, I will say he was a champion in 2021, though. Oh, that makes it any better. Uh, <laughs> that don't make it any better at all. Uh, 20 wrestler intergender call your shot gauntlet match. So mm-hmm. here, so it's like a Royal Rumble with 20 people and it's it's a intergender match. So whoever wins, you get to, it's like you win this little fucking dollar store, family dollar, dollar general trophy. Like, did you see the trophy? Oh, I did not see the trophy. Oh my God. It's, it looks so stupid. I was like, why, why is that even a thing? Just give him a contract, bro. Just, 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 just do the Feast of Fire briefcase. Yeah. Do something else. That trophy looked terrible. And, and first, it's like handheld. Mm-hmm. Kind of like kids get for like for, for participating on the soccer team type shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want it to be the Andre the Giant trophy where you can't carry it. It don't got to be a trophy. Well, yeah. It's right. to call your shot for a... Make that a contract. Do what they did with um, Carmelo yeah, Hayes. Just be, or, just, or just a... Uh, a clipboard, you know. Yeah, a, a piece something. of paper with a clipboard, yeah. Uh, Chris Saban, Rocky Morano are number one and two. Madman Fulton is number three. Uh, Rija is four. Tasha Steele is five. Rachel Ellering is six. Mm-hmm. Savannah Evans is seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Swinger mm, that's... is what? She's, she's a powerhouse. Savannah Her house. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, she is. That's that black girl, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I, she, she had, they, they had that monster, that fatal four-way monster's ball on the women's pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Swinger uh, is, is number eight. Melina is number nine. They, they brought Melina. back... They actually brought yeah, back. Yeah, I yeah, I I don't. Uh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> they brought back the demon, not the demon Finn Balor. I'm talking about the Kiss demon from WCW, yeah. and that, that popped all of one person. The thing is, though, it's like I felt like that one was trying to be how AEW be, or at least how they were early on when they brought Glacier in. 
Yeah. But it's not the same because when people bought when they bought in Glacier, it was like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Like, oh, Glacier was all right. Like, it was just a motor, it was a rip-off character. This no, literally nobody like, said okay when Glacier came in, bro. Well, when he when he was announced, people was like, "Okay, Glacier." I remember he was stupid, but I do remember yeah. Glacier. This was like, yeah, crickets. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's already more best when you you in a venue with two hundred people, so it, it really didn't give a damn. Brian Myers. I should have dropped my pen just then. Pen. You, you should have. Brian Myers number eleven. Matt Cardona was number twelve. Uh, Laredo Kid was thirteen. Sam Beal was 14. Uh, Rich Swan was 15. Ace Austin was 16. Moose was 17. Eddie Edwards was 18. Uh, what's his? Ashia Edwards? Oh, sorry, say it again. What's it? Alicia Edwards? Yeah, Alicia. Yeah. And That's Eddie Edwards' wife. And number twenty was William Morrissey, aka Big Cass, Colin Cass, yep. whatever the fuck you would call. So, mm-hmm. uh, really, it wasn't nothing, you know. It was a, a World Rumble, World Rumble type thing. Uh, Moose wins by last eliminated Matt Cardona, so Moose gets a uh, a shot at a championship of his choosing, and he he has the little trophy. And contract and stuff like that. So isn't it cute? Good Brothers defeat Finn Juice, Dave Finley, and Juice Robinson, and mm-hmm. Bullet Club, which is Chris Bay and mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Haluk. You know I can't pronounce the Japanese name. Hikaleya. Hikaleya. I was like, okay, I thought okay, that's so they're the elite, they're not the Bullet Club. That's right. Okay. Three way match. Well, the Good Brothers are the Good Brothers. I'm like, you know what, Gals and Anderson, like, like they, they they was doing more with AJ Styles than they did sign over here. To be honest with you, I think in Impact they do, they are they wrestle in Impact, but in AEW they just the side man to the side man. I mean, I get it, but shit. Like, I, I, I think if they, I, what the heck is that? I think if <laughs> I need something, you go inside the house. <laughs> I I think they uh if they would have signed it in AEW they would have just been the good brothers. I think they would have been good, but then they wanted to team up with the elite. And it's like the young bucks are already the assignment to Kenny Omega. And then the good brothers are the assignment to the young bucks. So it's like you the assignment to the sidemen to the man. Which is is you know, if they would have been the good brothers, they would have been better, I think. But they want to be in a stable, so I guess they're having fun and doing whatever. So, you know, I guess they're getting paid to literally come out and beat people up and then leave. So, I mean, I don't know. How would you know you get paid to hang out with your friends and do a couple things here and there, and you get paid millions of dollars? I mean, sure, I'll do that too. I'm sure you would. <laughs> uh, Mickey James takes on. Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact Knockouts Championship. A good rivalry for these tweens two. I last seen uh, Diana Perrazzo take Mickey James on her farm. You know, hardcore country. Uh, mm-hmm. Good good matchup by these two, actually, also. 
gave me it made me give more respect to your girl Diana Peraza. Which Are I had, hold, hold hold on hold on. I've already had mad respect for her because she she was dope in it. She was dope in it. She was dope in the CW not CWC the Mae Young Classic, and she was dope. You know her time in NXT and all new impact. And a lot of people think that she should have been ranked number one in the PWI five hundred top. Was she number two? She's number three. Number three. Okay, she's still hot. Like she first of all. She went on a good run. They, sh- uh, uh, whatever, man. I don't know how you not find anything. I do find something like that. Also, I, I just I'm, talking I- about, I'm talking about WWE. How you? How they not find something out of like seven hours of TV? You can't find nothing for her. No. All right. I mean, all Vince probably seen was like, oh wait a minute, this girl got some weight gain problems, and then he dropped her. Yeah, but then Nia Jax can stay. She ain't gained nothing. She just stayed the same. I guess. How, how would you know? How would you know? You know, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Be honest with you. When Deanna go from like 105 to like 120, you would obviously notice. When you go from 325 <laughs> to 350, how would you know? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't yeah, know. People, people got to get off my girl, Deanna. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm gonna, gonna, to defend for your girl, but she did lose to my girl, Mickey James, though. You know what I'm saying? She I'm, lost, and honestly, I I understand it, but I would not have had her lose to Mickey. Why not? Because she's been on an incredible run. They talk about how she's the best ever. She got two championships at once, and she was like a couple days away from being the longest ever uh, knockout champion. She was like 14 days away from being the longest ever knockout champion. I mean, yeah, I could I, I could have seen I could see her cheating to win here and then passing the threshold and then Mickey winning it. But I guess they wanted Mickey to win it here. Which I don't mind, but you know, you know, Mickey is <sighs> Mickey should be putting over people, that's all I'm saying. You know. I got it, but you know, it's Mickey James about for glory. You know, she made that successful women's pay per view. Mickey's gonna get the belt. Doc, Deanna's gonna get it back. She's gonna get it back. So, yeah, but it's like they keep the only thing with Deanna is that they, they, I don't want them to keep doing that though. Because she already had, she had a long reign before and then they split it up and then she had to get it back and then had this long reign again. Okay. So she had a 200 day reign before and then they, then she lost. I think Jordan Grace to somebody, and then she got it right back, and then now she had it for like, you know, three hundred whatever days. Well, we got to see how it plays out. If you want to watch on Thursdays, uh, <laughs> Josh Alexander takes on Christian Cage for the Impact World Championship because this match sold bound for glory. It definitely did. Yeah, I, I honestly don't. Yeah, that's not a good selling point. And then I, I know some people was like, oh. Back in the day, it was Sting versus uh, you know, AJ Styles, but this is not the same as that. I'm like, first of all, it was Sting that was actually still pretty, pretty decent versus AJ Styles. Are you serious? Like, Sting and AJ Styles versus jo- Josh Alexander and Christian Cage? Are you serious right now? Stop. Yeah, Christian is not the selling point like he was for Impact or TNA. Even though he's a, you know, it's good to have him back and have his, like, a feel-good story. You know he, you know he had to win it. He had to lose it quickly. Yeah, I was just like, this is. I said no. This, I said this is. 
other than the Josh Alexander story, he's, he had his family there and all that stuff, and he broke away with East to East the Page with the North, which I was a fan of the North, and uh, and and, and did good X Division and stuff like that. So kind of like I'll try to be like Monday Kurt Angle kind of kind of a way. So they they had a I guess decent match. I really didn't care for it, but he makes Christian tap with the ankle lock. Uh, and wins the championship. The family gets in the ring and celebrates. But the part that is the best to me is Moose coming down. And he is cashing in to call you a shot. We've seen it so many times wrestling now. It's, it's redundant now with the whole money in the bank and stuff like that. But he does it. He spears Josh Alexander. You know, you know, real quick, you just reminded me. Why didn't they do Feast of Fire? A sweet to fire, you can cash in whenever you want to. Exactly. See, I tried to, I tried to say it. I don't but know. But like, Feast of Fire, they had like, you know, they had like. Yeah, they could have did it for Feast of Fire because they had 20 people in the match. You could have did like the last four. But the, but the thing get, is, but, but the, the problem with Feast of Fire is you got to fire somebody. Okay, we'll just pick somebody that you trying to let go or whatever and have them get, you how, know? How about, how about you fire the venue? <laughs> just find a better venue. Or the person that got the venue. There you go. You could do that. Uh, he well, what I did like was to be to be completely healed. He speared him right in front of his family, pinned him. Yeah, no, uh, he's been he's been doing decent as as being a heel so far. Yeah, and well, Moose has already been a heel before. Yeah, no, he's but I'm saying he's been a heel this whole time. Yeah, I mean there was one point called once where he was being a little trying to do a little baby face run, but uh, him winning the. Impact World Championship, I think that's dope. So we can get Musa wrong with it. This is what his second time with a championship. No, it's his first. Did he? Oh, he was a TNA champion, right? Yep, that's what it was. Because he was the TNA champion, I think. Ooh, Rip Swan was the Impact champion. They went against each other to see who will be, you know, who will win the both belts, and Moose lost. So, you know. Honestly, I thought Moose was going to be the one to take it off of Kenny Omega. I knew he wasn't going to be the one to take it off of Omega. Moose would put a better match with him and Christian. I know, but for the situation, I knew Moose wasn't the one to take it off of Omega. Okay. They, because at that point in time, they haven't even planned out the all-out match yet. And I knew they was going to ha- I thought at that time, I thought they were going to have him lose the big belt first and then the other belts. But uh, but yeah, you, you know it's funny. Even though like I know Moose is a heel, I still do the whole Moose arm thing. I don't think he has that anymore. I know he don't. He do that in years. I'm just saying, but you know, I still do it. Oh. He said, Moose. <laughs> now maybe maybe if he goes back to being a face here, yeah, he'll bring it out. Yeah, Moose, are you ready to go, Moose? <laughs> I used to do that all the time. But yeah, that was bad for glory. So um. Yeah, thumbs up for me. How about you? Yeah, it gets a thumbs up. Thumbs in the middle. It gets a thumbs up, but Deanna losing gets a thumbs in the middle. Okay, fair. But they did put on a good, they did, they did put on a good match. And like I said, yeah. I, I enjoy Hill. Maybe James were all white. I, I mean, thumbs up. The, honestly, the, the thumbs down for this thing is the venue. I'm, t- I'm like, I feel yeah. bad for Impact. Like, come on, y'all, get, get them. Let, let them at least have 500 to 1,000 people at least. At least for Battlefield Glory. <laughs> Go back to the impact zone. Like, yeah, how, how, why not? I'm about to say for uh, for uh, for uh, Battlefield Glory or Slammiversary, 
it should at least be a thousand people in there. Oh, and, and uh, also, by the way, Awesome Khan got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes, that's right. I, I forgot to mention that because it was like in the middle of the show. Gail Kim uh, inducted Awesome Kong into the Hall of Fame, which well-deserved because both those women right there helped make that knockouts division what it was and had the best women's division in all of wrestling at that time. Nobody was what? touching what TNA Impact Wrestling was doing. In that women's division with, with Awesome Kong and Gail Kim leading that thing. Uh-huh. Because at that time when they was doing that, we had Divas in um, WWE and Ring of Honor was showcasing women. Yep. So, yeah, she got all the credit for me, so I'm glad to see her in, in the Hall of Fame. And once again, I would have liked I just would have liked it if there was just more people there to, you know, yeah. congratulate her. Because I was like, it felt bad just doing that in front of them, that little crowd. I think Sting had the biggest you crowd, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, they, they, they paid the way for people like, so, Joe, so, so, I don't know what her name is. I don't sleep with her. Yes. <laughs> you remember that promo? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember that, but Scott Steiner, man. Oh, uh, Scott Steiner, man. Well, I know we, we got to talk about his nephew pretty soon, but... um. Okay, so... Okay. We're going to do this a little bit different when it comes to the maybe wrestling uh, war here. Ain't going to do too much of a recap of NXT because, you know, Halloween Havoc is coming up. So we're going to be doing those reviews for you guys next week to see, you know. And that's when we go back on our regularly scheduled program because these Saturday Dynamites have been throwing me all the way off. So we're just going to go do a quick Dynamite recap of what happened this past week on Dynamite because we start off with uh, the the men's world title eliminator tournament first round. Uh, the American Dragon Brian Dams is taking on the natural Dustin Rhodes. Don't sleep on this match. No, that's not that's not how he says it. He says, "Well, they call him the natural." <laughs> <laughs> I think Dustin Rhodes and Frankie Kazarian have the weirdest intros I think I've ever heard. But you know what? They can, for some reason, those are two guys. I'm, it's, it's funny you say that because those are the two guys that I looked at that, you know, came from like downfalls in their career. And even at this age, they had shot back up. Like, what, do you mean, what downfall did Frankie Kazarian have? Oh, I, I thought I thought he had like a major injury. And I, thought, I thought he had some drug problems. He didn't. Uh, if he did, he he kept it under wraps because uh, he was when he was cast, he was doing the thing, and then he joined, oh, oh, and then went and Cat, joined. Cast doing the thing, and then uh, you know he that's when he had the hair, and then he started teaming up. You know with uh, with, with Daniels, and he teamed up. He he teamed up with him for over a decade. <laughs> and then, there was one point I was looking at him. I was like, is he sick or something? Because I thought he got like really small at one point. And stuff, so I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't necessarily know, but okay, yeah, but, I don't know. But Dustin definitely had like a, a rebound, oh, yeah, yep. And I'm very happy for Dustin, so uh, Dustin, don't sleep on this matchup because um, this right here was, was actually a pretty good matchup. I knew Dustin wasn't going to win, obviously, but uh, when it came to the match quality, it was pretty good. Uh, I think it was good, but I think either Dustin was like 
doing a different type of psychology in this match, or he was really like winded. <laughs> it's either he was like the old veteran that oh you gotta you gotta carry me, or he was really winded because like he was doing good, and then Danielson gave him an arm drag, and he just like never recovered. So, he like, said never recovered an arm drag. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Hey, he, but, uh, he Danielson wins with a guillotine. I yeah. like how Brian Danielson is using different ways to take down the opponent. It ain't, it ain't just like you know WWE with the running knee. He's using cattle mutilation. He's using the guillotine. He's using the knee bar. He's like t- taking them mm-hmm. down with all the different kinds of submissions. Yep. And I I I, I love all that. I love all that. Um. What else do we have uh, on the matchup? Uh, so, up oh, Sting had an update about Darby Allen with Tony Schiavone, but then he ends up getting uh, jumped by Warlow and MJF, and they beat and, and they beat him down. So you know, as, as they uh, call out Darby. Uh, then we have the first round of the TPS Women's Championship Tournament. I did not see the bracket yet. What is the what is the bracket? Do you? It's a it's a bracket, and some people have bye weeks. Oh, uh, you know what? See, I like bye weeks. How many people? Let's see, AWTBS. Uh, four, four people have bye weeks. Thunder Rosa, Jade. Um, that kind of makes sense. Thunder Rosa, Jade. I think Nyla Rose and. Oh, uh, you know what? That is okay. Let's see, got. Two, four, six, eight. Then you got four. What about? I like that. Okay, I like that. Because okay, let's see. We got Anna J and Jamie Hader. Then we have Red Velvet and Ty Conti. It looks like. Then we have Serena Deeb and Sheeta. Then Penelope Ford and Ruby Soho. So the winner of that Wait. match, the yeah, Chris Statlander. Nala Rose, Jay Cargill, and Thunder Rosa. Wow. Okay. You know, honestly, it could. Usually, people can kind of, kind of predict this thing, but uh, it. I I got four women here that can legit win this thing. I have one legit and one that might surprise, but okay. So what's the one I think legit? That, I think they give it to Jade. Okay, and then what's the surprise? Uh, Anna J. Wait, did she Prime. lose? Stop it, stop it. I know he just said that. Yeah, Anna J. Anna, Anna, we just argued about Anna J on Rampage. Exactly, that's why I said surprise. No. <laughs> surprise. Anna, no, I, I'm not surprised. No, pissed, as what it is. <laughs> Anna J, if you said Chris Statlander, I got you. You know what I'm saying? If you had said Sheeta, I got you. If you said Ruby Soho, I got you, but not. And well, so Ruby Soho is not a surprise, though. Ruby so in this category, she probably... Like, no, Ruby Soho wouldn't be a surprise. But here's the thing. Even if Anna J beats Jamie Hayter, right? You, you, mm-hmm. You're telling me Anna J going to beat Thunder Rosa? I said surprise, okay? I didn't say... <laughs> Dog. I, I didn't say she was going to win it. I said surprise. Because we I, know people like Thunder Rosa would win it, Ruby Soho would win it, and uh, Jay Cargill would win it. 
Like I, I thought you would say like like she would be a surprise to me or Serena Deeb. You know. Mm. So, but to go back to uh, okay, I, I got the break. So we got a uh, super bad pin up before versus uh Ruby Soho, or Ruby, Ruby Ride. Uh. She just rolled up put up before for the win. It was not that much of an entertaining matchup. I, I I think these women can have a better matchup, you know, uh, than, 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 than what they had. But uh, I don't know. Uh, the bunny comes down, you know, to play for trying to beat up Ruby, and then Red Velvet comes down, and, you know, and the bunny and Ford retreated. Uh. Bobby Fish taking on Anthony Green. I think uh, Bobby Fish wins that one until CM Punk runs down to protect Anthony Green to get set up their match for next week. Uh, Tony Schiavone is backstage with, with, with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Uh, let them know that they're going to try to do a tag team matchup together against the Seidel brothers. Artie brothers. Or just, yeah. So, that should be a good matchup. We'll be able to take notes on that one, but it'll be a good matchup. Then we have the Murder Hawk Lance Archer taking on Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, are they actually going to give a win to Lance Archer? Because they they, they, they be building this man up like a monster, but get this man no wins. I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But then, Eddie Kingston, I'm a fan of Eddie Kingston, so I'm not going to go against Eddie Kingston, but it, it was, the, the whole downfall was inspired the matchup where he goes, uh, Lance Archer goes up for Moonsault. He goes for Moonsault, he kicks and rolls out the way, and he lands right on his head. Mm-hmm. And he has to roll out, and then the rest are checking on him, then he has to roll back in for Eddie Kicks to get like a little roll up on him, which if he really had a concussion or a neck injury, he shouldn't have to do a roll up. You can just call off the match. Mm-hmm. Which we see AW does not know how to fucking do these days. But once again, look, I, I'm I'm part of the unpopular opinion about this, but Lance Archer in regular matches, I ain't saying that about the big matches, but in regular matches, I don't think he need to be doing that moonsault. Now he already said I've done a moonsault thousands of times in matches, obviously, but this time he just under rotated. And that shit happens when you're a big ass guy. That happens when you are a big guy, and sometimes big guys tend to get more hurt more often when they do shit that they, they know they do it often, but they fuck up like that. And I really hope Lance Archer is okay, because it seems like Lance Archer has been dealt a bad hand since coming in a like he has not he had a minor run with the TNT championship. Mm-hmm. So he Lance Archer. No. You said no. No, he didn't. He did not win TNT championship. What championship did he win? He won a championship, didn't he? Uh, he did. I'm dead. Or was it one of New Japan belts? I I think it was New Japan because he won the United States championship. Okay, it had to be one of the New Japan belts because yeah, yeah, he he went from Moxie. That's right because it wasn't a TNT championship. My bad. But yeah, he had a short run with that, and then, then that was over. Well, and, I mean, they, they gave it to him strictly to lose it to uh, Tanahashi. So yeah, so there's you know nothing. 
Uh, Dan Lambert in the middle of the year gives stipulations for America's Top Team versus Inner Circle. It'll be Ethan Page taking on Sammy Guevara next week. And if Ethan Page uh, or Sammy loses, he has to leave the Inner Circle. But if the but if Sammy wins, they get to pick uh, the match. You know that they or they get to pick the members of America's Top Team they want to face at full gear in a five on five. Uh, Jungle Boy beats Brandon Cutler. Uh, I I was pretty easily, but then uh, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks come and they they jump Jungle Boy. Obviously, setting up for Adam Adam Cole taking on Jungle Boy, and they throw him off the stage through a table. Like, like they they beat the shit out of Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, I was like, okay, so we definitely set up full gear here, which is loaded to be a great show. But really? I don't know. If I'm, really? huh? I was gonna say weirdly though, like even though they, obviously things could change, Tony Khan on that little sheet, it had Jungle Boy, it had uh, Adam Cole versus Kristen Cage, which could still happen. I think he erased that part. I mean, I think it's car sub car subject to change. So you know, is it what is the better match, Jungle Boy and Adam Cole, or Jungle or Adam Cole and Christian? Well, first off. It was Adam Cole versus Christian and Lucha Express versus the Young Bucks. I don't need to see that right now. I don't either, but so I'm that, saying those all those all could still happen with this booking that they're doing. Since they done beat the, the mess out of Jungle Boy, Christian could come back and be like, oh, y'all don't beat up my guys. Now I want to beat you up, Adam Cole, and then Jungle Express can be beating, try to beat up the Young Bucks. They can do. They can still do that storyline, but I would rather see Jungle Boy and Adam Cole. Yes. Yeah, I just think it'll be a better matchup. So that uh, that's what I think. Then we we got part three: Cody versus Malachi Black. Part three. When if you did not think Cody was the John Cena of, the, of this company, then watch this match. What are you talking about? His daughter. What about his daughter? Well, you talking about because in 1961, you know, when the blacks and whites could, you know, go to school together, which, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get into no history right now, but I'm like, all right, Cody, I want you to read some more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I'm just like, but no, yeah, Cody is doing some shit in this matchup. I'm just like, all right, I get it. This this is the Rocky Three matchup. And I was like, I know Cody probably was going to win this matchup, but the way Cody was doing it, he, like, he gives a crossroads through the table to Alistair Black, excuse me, damn, to, to, to Malachi Black, and so not enough that he would get a jump, we get a springboard cutter, and then, but the, the, the part that... The, real, before we get to that, before we, before we even get to that part, I don't know if they was like, told if he told them they were short for time or something, because Malachi hit he hit a black mass and like a moonsault like a springboard moonsault and cody he didn't like cody didn't even sell it he got straight up and hit a crossroads yes that's, that's a problem. And, uh, he hit that black mass in the corner and cody was like hung on the bottom rope and he tried to get up as soon as he started walking no, away. No, it's before that. It's before that. Oh, you talking about that? Oh, he, yeah. God, he, he did, did another one. No, he did. He he did that. No, okay, sorry. He did the moonsault, and then he got right up and did a crossroads, and then he hit him with a black mask, and then he then that's what he did. The the Cody cutter and the crossroads and the combo. 
he didn't sell no black masks at all. See, like it was almost like Shawn no. Michaels getting uh, s- selling that um, oh god, what was it? Oh, oh that that punk hit by Randy Orton. Yeah, no, he didn't sell it. Not he at said all. shit, shit all. Couldn't sell nothing. He said story is closed. I'm not selling nothing in here now. Well, and that's the one that bothered me the most because he, he Cody can sit with the black mask, but he's draped over the bottom rope. And I'm just like, all right, either fall out the ring, but he just he just hold on the bottom rope. By the time Black gets up, Cody gets up right behind him and hits a hits a crossroads on Malachi Black. I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Not, not, I even saw the move, and then to make stuff, uh, R. Anderson uh, gets in the ring because Andrade El Eagolo walked up to the ramp, and Andrade assists uh, Jose to jump in the ring behind R. R. hit Jose with a spine buster, and then Black made the missing R. Anderson's eyes. Uh, the Pat came down. So it was all overbooked stuff right here, and then. He, uh, Cody hits he you know, hits him with uh, the Cody cut the, the crossroads and then picks him up and hits a Tiger Driver ninety eight on Malachi Black and wins the matchup and the fans uh, he, did he, not he like this guy booed they booed the mess out of him and they would have cheered him if he would have did the pedigree if he did the, <laughs> wow if he did the pedigree I heard pedigree. every wrestling site that I listened to and that I watched talked about this. They said they definitely would have popped if he did the pedigree. I guess he would have kind of heat. Just because of how much of a quote-unquote uh, Triple H, like, I'm not going to be Triple H. If he would have did the pedigree, what If he, did, if he him, had did it, he had to go straight full on heel. You know that. Nah. Yes. You mean to tell me, everybody is born every move you do. You mean to tell me you do a pedigree, they're not going to, like, pop. They'd be like, oh, it's, hey, I see what you did there. No, I see what you did there. Yeah, you, 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 you showed us that you're being the, the reign of terror right now. We, we, we don't want to well, see that. I mean, that's, I would have popped if he would have did the pedigree. I still would have booed him if he won or whatever, but pedigree would have got a pop. Everything else would have got booed. Mm. Well, and th- th- that was AEW, so... We'll be back next week for the Halloween episodes of those. Uh, Prato, before we get out of here, run down to G1 real quick. Oh, the G1. G1. First, okay, first first and foremost. First and foremost. I got to say, one of the one of the goats of New Japan is back. I'm glad he's back. I don't want him to kill himself, but I'm glad he's back. Uh-huh. Wrestling. Uh, Shibata is, I don't know how he's back, but he's back, okay? Uh, if you guys don't know, Shibata had to retire because he was shoot headbutting people and had an injury because he was headbutting people so much that he could not walk. Mm. So he's wrestling now. That's, 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 that's crazy. But anyway. G1, I'm going to just kind of skip everything. Uh, just go straight to Okada because that's what, I, that's what I'm here for. Okada versus Kota Ibushi in the finals. Uh, match had to be stopped. I think this is the first time ever that Kota Ibushi has broken something 
or had an injury and they actually stopped it because he could not continue. But wow. he he did a Phoenix splash and missed, obviously. It was he was supposed to miss, but he did he does it so hard, he landed on his shoulder and just it just it just everything just bust. He separated his shoulder, the skin was like not looking right. Uh, so he got like I, I heard that I, I really heard that that they messed him up. Yes, I think it was like poking out the skin, I believe, or a little bit. That's great. Like, yeah, so he's gonna be out for about three months at least. Three months. Uh huh. And then uh, the match was stopped, and like Okada was like crowned the winner of the G one by the stoppage. But this was his third G one that he's won. And um, usually when you win the G1, you get like a, a briefcase, like a Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah. But uh, Okada has a title. He brought the title back. The title, because they, they, they recently changed their title design. So he said, I'm going to get this title and hold this title as my briefcase because this is the last title that Kota Ibushi had. And I want him to know. When I cash this in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be thinking about him. So that's that's what he did, like a a, a tribute to Kota Bushi while he goes for the title. Yeah, which, you which I think he might. I think he might win because uh, uh, Okada has these weird spells. He has very weird. He he uh, 2014 he he was like on top of everything, and then he wasn't as popular. Lost everything, kind of started from the bottom again. And then 2016, he started getting popular again, started gaining popularity. And then, of course, he was on the top of all the wrestling charts again and had his, like, 600, 700-day reign and then lost it and kind of just floating. So now he might go back to the top. He does that every few years. Mm. Him and uh, Tanahashi go to the top every few years. What? Well, uh, do, do do we have a status update on like Abushi's arm or anything? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's gonna. Let's see. I mean, let's let's get the the real uh the real update. I'm gonna. This is from Wrestling Inc. His injury is described as a right anterior dislocation of the shoulder and joint lip damage. Yeah, I don't know what lip damage means, but all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, he's he's gonna be out for some time. I mean, I, for I the figure, foreseeable, yeah. foreseeable foreseeable future. At first, they said he's gonna miss two months, and then now they're saying foreseeable future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no timeline. It was at first. It was two months. Now it was just no timeline. Okay. Yep. Well, that. So, uh, when's the next night of it? Or did they, 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 they fill that whole night up with it? No, that was the finals. They were that was the finals. They had did it up until that point, and that was the finals of the G one. Okay. With uh, Abushi, like I, I mean Okada. Okada won his third. 
That's like that's like winning three money in the banks, pretty much. That's like winning three Royal Rumbles. Bye. And he ain't cash with the, mm. No, you have like you you uh, when you win the G one, you automatically fight January fourth at Tokyo, the Tokyo gotcha. Dome. Okay. So it's like you know when you win, you fight at WrestleMania. So it's like it's like their Royal Rumble, but they carry around a briefcase just to let you know that I won. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that was it for the podcast this week. Make sure you guys go uh, check us out on all your podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, so much more. Make sure you guys also check out us on YouTube Premium, Premium we put up the snippets. Uh, I know there has been the Dark Side of the Ring episodes, so I plan on doing that in, in, in another show just to just to do them all together the ones that we missed so make sure you guys stay tuned for that as well and because I, I definitely want to get on too because you know the steroid trials coming up but I, I want that to be one on on its own so to make sure you guys check that out check out the prime uh nostalgia podcast every single friday along with prime conversations and make sure you guys check uh us out on spacesfilly.com you can find the content on there from like little and pop little pop excuse me little and pop plus one Little Pop Horror Show, Both Sides, Mark and Dark Show, and Doing Business with Mark Randall. Also check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. The No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Nerd Games and Talk Podcast, and of course, Drug Thoughts. So get get all your good podcast entertainment there. As me and Prime Time are saying goodbye, sorry we were late this week with the podcast, but uh, that's going to be it for us this week, guys. So stay, stay tuned next week. Got a Big show lined up for you guys as, as usual. Got lots of talk about. And uh, once again, this is NC a place to be Church Homer Stand D and not the answer prime time. Alright, y'all. Alright, and Q Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be a sense Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.